to the Too Much Dip Podcast. It's Tuesday. I'm Dave. I'm going to host today. Joining me in studio, as always, it's none other than Dylan Chivaree. Oh, man. What's up, Davey? It's my first episode of the day, which feels weird because uh, I had to sit out this morning's episode and produce. Yeah. Interesting. You got... You got the benefit of getting to throw in some shots, but not be on camera. It was fun. I look forward to my uh, my role there next month, producing. It was fun sitting on the other side of the the old camera, you know? Get to see how the sausage is made. That's right. Very important. Yeah. Uh, happy to be here, man. It's kind of like how, like, uh, what's the undercover CEO? And he, like, goes to, uh, <laughs> he'll go work in, like, on the... The I don't assembly know, line. the fish fryer or whatever. Yeah, or the assembly line. The assembly of, uh, line, like, oh, yeah. just go, you know, that's how you know your business. And the, his coworkers, um, you know, they know exactly who it is, but they pretend like they don't know. You know, the camera's yeah. on him. It's like, we know that you're the CEO of the company. This is obvious, obviously yeah. fake. Yeah. Get up, you're wearing. I've worked here for seven years. I know who you are. Hey, what's this camera Listen. crew doing here? This is crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Dylan, what's your go-to, uh, like, what's your first disguise? Like, what are you adding? You're just going to shave the mustache and show up? Be like, no, no, no. I uh, yeah, I might just shave everything, man. And uh, Oh, Ken doll. Yeah, well, <laughs> everything that they can see with clothes on, that is. I don't know, man. Maybe some glasses. My disguise would be assless chaps. <laughs> That's good. People would be like, oh. Well, they'd see this this uh, little pig ass, and they'd be like, "Oh, there's no way that's Dave, the CEO." Right? Because why would he, why would he be showing us his little pig? Like, butt? That would be weird. That would be like a, a number of legal issues for him. Yep. Surely he would have actual pants on. He also keeps handing out two dollar bills to everyone. Just little microtransactions all over the factory floor. This guy can't stop handing out money. Yeah, with nothing in return. Hey, here's a guy. Here's a guy who's out in Wisconsin way. KJ. I am uh, elated to be here. If I'm looking off camera, I'm trying to send Randy a photo on the fly uh, as we were talking pants. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to announce, I mentioned it to um, Dave and Dylan just before this, I might be back on my concert bullshit. What does that mean exactly? Like live shows and I have had a little bit of a, you know, hiatus. I guess that's not even true. I went to uh, L King um, at ACL, like uh, in Austin, the venue, not the event. Uh, and that was all right. Surprisingly, a lot of people like just fully passing out in the middle of the concert, maybe ODing, who knows? Um, but yeah, went to a show last night. I saw the, the two of you also went to an event this weekend. Is that correct? Or at least Randy did. I did not. Randy and Brett went to Y'all Out Boy, and I tagged along with Will and our buddy Ryan and went to uh, A Touch of Trey, a Fish Grateful Dead cover band. Is Y'all Out Boy the like LGBTQ-friendly um, pop-punk cover band? Go ahead, Randy. I'm, I'm sure they are friendly. I don't, I don't know. That's not <laughs> what they market themselves are. They're just a you know pop-punk cover band from Austin, Texas. It's like, you see, okay. y'all is something we say down here, apparently. So instead of fallout, oh, With the boy, southern twang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looked like a blast. I was. famously do not really uh, enjoy concerts that much. I don't know why. Not really my thing. I, I guess give me your highlights as to what you hate. Because uh, we know you hate the heat. Uh, well, you also okay. notably hate uh, when, sweating. When talking concerts, really the, the bigger the venue, the more I hate it. 
I like a small, intimate, you know, I'm, I'm there for the music. I'm not there for the the crowds and the people, like, elbowing you, like, dude, this song, man. And like, why aren't you dancing? Like, shut the fuck up. I just want to listen to the song, all right? <laughs> That's why I just want to listen to the song. Just get off of my shit. I would be so mad if somebody ever at a concert <laughs> said, why aren't you dancing? Oh, it, it, it happens. It. Just fucking let me enjoy it how I enjoy it. Like, if I, I've been, like, I've been to, a, like, a, a country music concert, right? And it's, uh, it's a... General admission, right? No seats. You just everyone's standing in a big group. If you're not like bobbing your head and like singing along, you if you're just standing there looking at the looking and, and taking it all in, people just assume you're not having fun. But that's how I like to take in music, live music like that. I don't need to be bobbing my head and and singing. Just I just want to listen. Get off of my shit. You have your you have your headphones on as well, like while you're just kind of staring into the abyss at this uh, live music event, or okay, how else are you looking at disengaged? <laughs> It's it's just I don't know the whole. I don't also just I don't like big crowds, you know. Fair, fair. I, I um, completely get it. Every, every year that passes, <clears throat> the the less and less likely I am to go to ACL for like an entire day or at all. Yeah, it's just too fair. much. Yeah, I had the uh, luxury. I think it was a Father's Day gift um, to go see Father John Misty. Uh, who was co-headlining a show with a band named The Head and the Heart. Band I'm familiar with, so I shouldn't like say it as if I've never heard of them. Uh, they're big enough to co-headline with Father John Misty. You probably hear them on like every other big pharma commercial. I don't know, maybe a Cialis commercial. Like they have the most generic tune and, and like style. You're talking uh, about there. the American indie folk band. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought. Indie folk is what I should have gone for when people were asking, like, what type of music is uh, Father John Misty and or the head and the heart. Um, not the first time I've seen Father John Misty. He put on a great show. As it is a co-headline situation, they're doing two nights here in Madison. So last night, luckily, for my old ass, Father John Misty was the first act. The head and heart came on second. I'm not uh, going to act like I like fast forward through their songs when they come up on the uh, old algorithm. But I am here to say that um, from a music talent performance standpoint ratio to like quality of song, they might be one of the worst bands on earth. Like their songs oh. turn out decent. Dude, Randy's steaming right now. Whatever's going on with their band is borderline unbearable that's uh only it's not nice well only kind of uh multiplied by what the lead singer was wearing last night again i'm in madison wisconsin we have a professional basketball team an hour east of here in milwaukee recent nba champion team this band's from seattle Randy, I sent you a photo on Slack. Are you able to share that with the fellas so they can get a feel for uh, what this guy might be was wearing last night? Uh, Let me know when oh, y'all got it that. Is, a, um, is that a Chicago Bull? It is. Okay. A shiny Chicago Bull jumpsuit. <laughs> it was like a sequined shirt, button-down shirt, like a bowler shirt cut off a little high. With real tight pants that look like, I don't know, if you were when you were a kid and you had like the glow in the dark paint, you wanted to make your ceiling look like, uh, I don't know, you're in outer space or some shit. Oh, yeah. Maybe hide all the other evidence. It looks like spackled like that. He's talking about cum. Mm. 
Yeah, oh. um, yeah. This is this is a. He looks like a more fit late stage Elvis. This looks like something uh, <laughs> late, like you know, nineteen seventy five Elvis would have rocked on stage. Uh, so did he think this is going to play to the crowd? I mean, I'm sure there are a few Bulls fans scattered about. Everybody was a Bulls fan at one point, I think. We're close enough to Chicago where I'm sure people from the suburbs of Chicago, like it was probably a cheaper ticket in Madison, uh, like likely would have driven up an hour and a half or so, you know, close to two hours, depending on where you're coming from. Uh, but it just, it, it compounded the fact of like, I'm standing in a crowd. Dylan's talking about size of crowds. I'm okay with large crowds. I just kind of need them to be all in the same vibe. And I was bumping elbows with like 10 year olds and like 70 year olds, because again, this was the most Imagine Dragons experience I've had since I've seen Imagine Dragons. When did you see Imagine Dragons? I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I used to work, uh, used to work in the biz, uh, for a music station, a radio station and, Free tickets were just a regular thing, especially for bands nobody was showing up to see. So it's like, whatever, Imagine Dragons for free. I'll check it out. Not a bad show. <laughs> okay. Put that on the run of back. Anyways. I already, I already did. Anyways. Good. Yeah. Don't wear sequin Chicago Bulls to your next undercover CEO uh, event is what I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. The lead singer of Touch of Trey was just wearing like a short sleeve button down. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. He didn't try to do too much. I, I really appreciated it. Also, like, had the look of a guy who was just absolutely zooted on all the LSD. The way he kept looking up while he was playing, I was like, this is great. This is exactly what I wanted it to be. And I'd see them again if I, again, if I had the chance. That venue, uh, 310. Which one? I'm hearing good things. It's a perfect venue for you. It's like 200, 250 people tops. Wonderful. Very easy to get to the bar. Very easy to get to the bathroom, hand up. I took some PPs. <laughs> uh, what do you want to start today? It's Tuesday. Oh, that's at ACL Live. Let's okay. just get yes, let's yes, talk yes. Hove, man. It's Tuesday. We gotta talk Victor Hovland, Young Hove. Um, so, I normally don't watch a ton of the FedEx playoffs. I'll watch them given the if there's a leaderboard that I'm interested in, which there often is because, you know, obviously it's, it's the people who played the best that year in theory. Um, but Brett, I had talked to Brett earlier in the week and I knew Brett had a little, little money on Vic. And of course, I think uh, our friend Danny Regs, Dan Register had some money on Vic. So we're texting and I'm texting with each of them separately and they know I'm a Vic guy. So I tune in and I watch and I went ahead and saw what I don't even think it's crazy to say it's, it's easily the greatest back nine in PGA history. Like it's the best back nine I've ever seen. And it's, and granted it's, you know, it's the FedEx cup playoffs, whatever. KJ, I'll let you explain what that means uh, in a sec. PGA history. The 28, right? You said 28. Yeah. Just like to win a tournament and granted it wasn't a major, but it's a playoff event. It's still a big tournament. Sick field. Was this a come from behind 28 to uh, yeah. take the lead? He took down Scotty. He took down Scotty and Matt Fitzpatrick. By how many, by how many strokes did he win? Uh, one or two, because Scotty okay. made a bogey. What, so, did, what did Scotty fire in the back? That I don't know, but Scotty had a bogey on 17. Opened uh, the door for Hove? Yeah. Damn, okay. And Hove finished, you know, a couple holes earlier. And like, so he turned in a 61. It, it was insane. And I, I am a noted Hovland stan, but 
uh, dude, the clinic he was putting on, just throwing darts. And it wasn't – he missed, like, one fairway on the back, and the one fairway he missed, I think it was 14, he just flushed one from the rough, put it to, like, two feet. It was in, it was insane. It was like a guy playing out of his mind, and it was it was so cool to see. Nine of nine, green and regulation, I believe. That's, that's so silly. As yeah. Michael Block would say, it's just stupid. <laughs> wow. 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 Uh, really? I, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was the most H golf segment you can ever find. Go listen back. I'm not even going to call them all out. Um, at, did at any point, did it make you think back to that really memorable event at uh, the Greenbrier? Uh, not too long ago. Mere weeks ago when one Bryson DeChambeau card of 58. In a live event. <laughs> uh, I wish I had. I wasn't watching the CW that day. Um, <laughs> I probably forgot it was on. Um, you know, None I, if of us I, saw it live. I, I know what you mean, though. Straight up, though, if I knew if I knew that Bryson was on track for that, for like a, you know, potentially breaking 60, I probably would have tuned in. I really I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care that it was a live event. I'm not above tuning into that for something like that. But yeah. Thir um, 13 birdies, one bogey uh, was his 12 under day. Mm. Um, but still, like, like you said, I think the setting, the event, uh, the timing, I guess FedEx Club playoffs don't have the cachet of a major for obvious reasons. But still, playing at your peak when you're making, you're on par to make some of the most, uh, or on track to make some of the most money you can throughout the year. Good for him because he had a couple, not heartbreaks, but letdowns earlier in the year. Um, One so memorial. Glad to see him starting getting off that over that hump. Was in the mix for a couple majors, and you know, got to think that he's he's due. Um, I am willing to say, go ahead, Don. You mentioned Bryson. Did you guys see what he did at the uh, the U.S. Amateur um, at Cherry <laughs> Hills recently? What, just pummeling persimmon? Definitely. Woods? I did. I thought that was. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. I, I don't. I don't know all the context here. To be fair, uh, but I saw people dunking on him for doing this, and so I. I. You know, any chance I get to join the the dunk fest on Bryson, I'm going to do it. Um, he just shows up and starts just ha hammering drives with a an old wood. <laughs> What are you doing? This isn't about you. Somebody else's too. It wasn't like he brought it, which I feel like would have been worse. Like watching him go to put it back in the bag, like gingerly. I'm like, dude, you might want to double check that you didn't fuck up this club. <laughs> like, did he just decide to show up or was this like a planned uh, thing for him? I don't, he's in a t-shirt. Like it's just, oh, it's all really weird. I don't know. He's a, he's a boner as we know. Yeah. Um... Is that uh is that a sixth year walking he was by a, asking okay, for a celebrity shot? So he did shot? win the U.S. Amateur. Dude, it was celebrity shot after celebrity shot. He was just trying to drive. And he wasn't just hitting on the range. He was playing a hole. He was trying to drive a green. Which, <laughs> don't get me wrong, that. it is cool to see somebody try to mash a persimmon wood. But, um, okay. I mean, there's the, felt, the boys are still out on the course. I don't know. I, I don't know. That was a weird, that was a weird deal. He's just a chotch, man. I am uh, I am fully prepared, and I hope I am absolutely wrong and this take comes back to haunt me. I'm fully prepared for the uh, European Ryder Cup team to absolutely slam our Ds in the door in Rome. What do you think that's going to happen? Um, 
I just, I, I, I don't. It's, it's a lot of it's Zeej at the helm. Zeej, of course, being the captain of the U.S. team. Like, I just don't. I don't have a good feeling. And it feels like there's a lot up in the air on who's going to, like, is Brooks going to make it or not? Like, they have to bring Brooks. Um, and I just think, I think Europe's, Europe's team is sick. Like, uh, a Rory Victor Hovland one, two is pretty nasty. So I don't know. I just, I don't feel good about it. And you should never feel good about us going to Europe to play a Ryder Cup. So I feel like the playing hot at the right time, Europe is certainly like Fleetwood has been in the mix for some wins. I don't know that he makes the European Ryder Cup team. Maybe he does, and I just don't know shit. But you've got some consistently high level play out of Europeans. Not to overlook, like Scotty hasn't won much. He's got what, two wins? this year, but he's got 16 top 10 finishes. So I don't think we talk as much about Scotty this year, but he's clearly, um, you know, still in a dominant phase. He's just not, you know, piecing it together. So all of that to say, we'll see who's two up on four and four up and four down uh, here in October. What do you hate more? The FedEx cup playoffs or the match play? They need to, I hate that Dell match play is no longer a thing because as I began to little by little learn about that, it seemed like a very translatable experience. Now I know that's closer to the Ryder cup experience, but like that should apply to the FedEx cup, like skins and strokes should be what, uh, turned, you know, gets people turning the TV on, but it just doesn't work that way in golf. Just Poulter. Maybe team golf will work. Skins. You say Poulter playing. That dude's a killer in these things, man. Surely he doesn't get a captain's pick, right? I don't know. I think you. I think you got to add him. He just he always excels in these events. Uh, I would be happy to have him because, from a viewer standpoint, I mean, it's not the same without him. That's a lot of shit too. Um, no, KJ, you were a big fan of Mister Skin back in the day. Is that nine true, minutes KJ? in. Yeah, that's right. Nine uh, minutes. You know, it's one. Of, it's been one of the searches in the past. We'll we'll leave it at that. Um, fellas, can we talk about something that's lightweight and comfortable? Something that's a hundred percent polarized. Of course, I'm talking about gooder, gooder shades, lightweight and comfortable shades, 100% polarized shades, stylish, a ton of colors. If you're active or running, they don't slip or bounce. And what I like about them, they're easy to clean and they're affordable. I never have to worry about losing or breaking them. You guys were complimenting me on the $9 pour-over shades that I uh, was wearing recently. You thought they looked pretty good. What are you rocking these days? They make you look very handsome. I believe I have the same ones. KJ, what are you rocking? Back nine blackout. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Search it. Dylan's bachelor party. That was us. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. They're fantastic. They're always releasing new colors and collabs, so you can lay low or get wild. I love the names. You get a ginger soul. Again, the $9 pour-over, my favorites, or the donkey goggles. What's that? Randy, is that something we should know about? Probably. We know their shades. Shout out to Gooder, G-O-O-D-R. All performance sunnies, great for running, cycling, working out, golfing, going to the beach, hiking, or what I like to do, just chilling. That's something I like to do. They look good, they're fun, they're affordable, and they're 100% polarized, lightweight, stylish, and don't slip off your face. They fit perfectly under my hat. From exercise to errands to sunset, I love my gooders, okay? If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, 
Gooder is giving Too Much Dip listeners free shipping on your first order. You can go to gooder.com slash dip. That's G-O-O-D-R.com slash dip and use code dip, D-I-P, to get free shipping. That's code dip. And Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash dip and use code dip to get free shipping. Um, Hard knocks. Where do we leave off? Dr. Oz? The Ozman, the Ozman cometh, Oz Perlman, the mind freak himself. I'm glad you got to mind freak because, uh, of course, I was rumbling through. How do you lose a guy in a sweatshirt and shorts? But yes, uh, mind freak opened episode two. We are on a Tuesday, so people will get this, and episode three will be rolling out. But we'd be remiss to say that like this was an all time. Uh oh, it's raining. Sorry. No. Is it really raining? KJ, it's pouring Randy, over here. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no that, we're fine. I just was worried oh that we, had, we lost audio. Dude, I, I, no, 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 we're good. I, it's really unprofessional, but... Y'all uh, got to understand no, no, that it's, it's been 85 years. Tell them, tell them. It's been 85 years. Tell it's been a what, very long time. We don't get any rain. It's been... We need it, KJ. This has been the worst, the most miserable summer of all time. You got to understand how bad we need this. Everything's dead and hot and wow. Maybe, uh, maybe our good friend Oz Perlman, the mentalist, called in a favor for us, right? I believe my, oh my windows goodness. are cracked in my car. I don't even care. Just soak, yeah. soak me, daddy. Just soak it. Let's fucking get some mold in that bitch. It'll dry out within like three hours, probably. Because y'all I, I are looking at care. 103, 106, 106, 105. Jeez, man. Anyhow, uh, people will get this and then we'll get episode three, but we would be absolutely remiss not to make room for the, maybe not the first time uh, Hard Knocks has gone this route. But it's been said before, anytime you mix magic and black people. Um, Thank you for being the one that brings this up. The content is phenomenal. And I think having someone like Aaron Rodgers, who at least I don't, I think Aaron Rodgers is an intelligent human being. (laughs) Maybe so much so that he's like detached from his like self-awareness. Yeah. He killed his ego. But. DMT. He clearly was a little bit, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. He was also a little bit like, holy shit, uh, in the moment. So seeing, I don't, I don't even know what you want to go through. The card tricks, date tricks, calendar tricks, everything in front of a room of 70, pulling something off like that in front of like grown men, a room full of grown, like testosterone, testosterone up men who are like ready to like make fun of anything, including their own teammates. That's tremendous. Yeah. Um, how do they do that? How does he do all that shit? Uh, hand up. I went and tried to find out how. I went and how tried to find the Reddit. Do that? Oh, I've, I've seen some theories. The, the the puzzle piece closer. What? That was pretty sick. What? Okay. The one where he he's gonna have him guess a number, and he's like, "Could be a number like 10, 20, 30, 40. I, They someone said that the way he did that. Again, this is Reddit. <laughs> This is so stupid. They said that they were that it was like a mental trick to like gear the person up to pick 10 because it skipped by 10 because you know it was increments of 10. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was fucking and yeah, but like what are the chances he doesn't say what you want him to say? They look like an idiot. I, like how do they have to cut something? I Surely. don't know. It's so fucking aggravating. How do they do that shit? It's so impressive though. I don't 
I don't care how long it took him to learn that shit. That is some impressive stuff, man. I can't. I've probably it said out. this before, but and I hate that I have to be the one to like bring any H to this segment. Oh sure, but, here we go. <laughs> but I feel like if he gets one wrong, it's like the girl who says no to the bang bus. Like you believe in everything else that much more. All of the other hits seem that much more realistic. If they would just air one seven second clip of like, no, sorry, I've got somewhere to be. All the other videos would be that much better. So if he got one wrong in front of everybody, be like, you know what? I'm wrong on that one. Let's move to the next one. You know, he has to have that rehearsed. There are women that say, if no you to the go, bang bus. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen that video. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> I can confirm there are a lot of people that say yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a Anyways. really good way to put it. <laughs> um, no, I, I think just... I, I see your point as a whole. You've really had a <laughs> you've started this segment very, very strong. Um, <laughs> this is what I need to know. What is the little Uzi ver, ver excuse me, the little oh. Uzi vertification of the NFL? I didn't put this in here. Did my did my dad put this in here? <laughs> I don't remember the guy's name. The first round draft pick of the Jets this year was a defensive end. Um, the the piercings. name is completely escaped. Will and McDonald? we spend Will McDonald from Iowa State. We spend a good seven minutes of our lives following him to a tattoo parlor slash piercing parlor for him to like get another nose piercing. And I guess needles and piercings are compelling, but like. Then you get kind of side cut, and I'm like, okay. Um, we are so far gone from, uh, I don't know, where'd my country go? Where'd my, my NFL go? Like, I, I'm fairly sure we had face tats. We had piercings. And, like, there was not one, like, decent-looking, like, bald fade in the room. I'm like, geez, I am just old as shit. None of the kids, all these tricked-up haircuts. It's all gone downhill as much as an old man. I sound like, like that's how I felt watching that segment. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. Um, I, I found the, the piercing of the, the stud through the nose, hard to watch. I I've got a pretty good stomach for stuff like that. And uh, when his eyes started watering up, I could imagine exactly what he was feeling at that point. Uh, kind of like, you know, you ever like hair pull, you ever pull a nose hair. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but just like more, just for like six seconds, which is not fun. Went to the uh, Texas Iowa State game last year in Austin, and I knew nothing about the Iowa State defense or Will McDonald. Took me about three plays to realize that that dude was like a dog. He is. He was just living in the backfield. Anyway, I'm, it was impressive, and uh, he looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, bring um, back to sports. He does look really good, and. He does have the uh, is it the Post Malone cross tattoo right here? What does Post have? Post has a Post number has of a lot. face tats, but always tired is what uh, he has over his eyebrows, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. You just need to take a little napper. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, overall, strong episode. Are we still are we still thinking uh, Aaron Rodgers trending up? In on Aaron Rodgers. I'm in on Hard Knocks. I will say that as we're about to talk about the storm cloud that is football season returning is growing, you know, every single day we are three, four days away from actual college football. 
by the middle of next week, you will not want to know anything or hear anything about preseason football. I don't think we'll have any more preseason games. So like your interest in hard knocks at this point is usually kind of leveraged on some heartstring story about a guy who's not going to make the team. And I don't think we've been introduced to anybody like that at all. I think they started so, doing away with that like maybe a season or two ago because I, I don't know. I, people just started complaining about how sad it is to like fall in love with these characters that are like grinding it out, trying to make the squad, and then you just get their hearts ripped out a few weeks in. But, yeah, I, I don't miss I mean, that part of it. People are soft. That's just part of the grind. It's true. There's not a uh, – uh, I'm hearing myself before I'm saying it. There's not a, a crystals or a stone store that I drive by that I don't think about uh, the tight end Kajust from uh, mm-hmm. Stanford mm-hmm. and the Browns season. What's he, he doing now? really big into crystals. I don't think he made that team or any other team. <laughs> but I know how to spell his last name because he was into crystals. Yeah, like, it, the only story we're getting is Zach Wilson. And I believe he made like a few really big plays during uh, the preseason game that they showed. Like, oh, this guy's fucking, he's, made, he's, he's there. He's going to make the 53, man. And the next week is like packing his bags, going home. How Sad. much uh, How much do we think people not liking Zach Wilson is because of his face? It's not a likable face, is it's it? It's not the most likable face. Is it punchable? KJ, what? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm trying to have like a very neutral raising my hand in okay. a non-how way. Um, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> It's a, it's just a face of he has a little kid face. He has yes. little he has like shitty little kid like who's causing all the problems on the playground face. But he's a grown man who plays football. He's summer intern face for sure. Yeah, okay. I like this. There's something to it. Uh, some people, you know, some used to accuse Eli Manning of having dumb face. Zach Wilson has summer intern face. <laughs> Apprentice at a blue collar job face, just to make sure I'm, you know, not immediately assuming he'd be in a white collar business environment. Just put it out there. Shout out to intern Adam. Your face doesn't look anything like Zach Wilson's (laughs) former intern. Great dude. Oh, I miss seeing him all the time. Yeah. Um, I do. I, do you think it's genuine how he's, um, handling the, the Rogers stuff? Like, I feel like he actually has bought into it. I don't think he, I think he is smart enough to know he does not have much op, much of an option. And maybe he understands like his tenure with the Jets could outlast Rodgers if he plays his cards correctly. Like nothing says that injury or Aaron Rodgers just gets disinterested after a year. Season doesn't go well and it's not all Aaron Rodgers fault. Whatever might happen. Like the season just doesn't, you know, not in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is having to take all the blame and just doesn't want to be there next year. Like Zach Wilson's back in a decent spot there or hang around and try to get traded somewhere where they kind of might want you. So he's doing I, it well. Yeah. I mean, well, he was drafted, what, second overall? Is that right? So this is his third year in the league. He struggled a little bit his first two years, obviously. Uh, being the backup quarterback, is one of the best jobs in the world. I mean, he wants to be a starter at some point. I get that. But, like, this might be, like, exactly what he needs. So, like, all right, pressure's off me for a little bit. A-Rod has, has got the reins. He's going to take over. I can sit back and learn from, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer. And maybe in two years it's my turn again. And I'll be uh, hopefully a different quarterback by then. 
Um, he seems to be taking it well. Who knows what happens when the cameras aren't on him, but I think it's genuine. He does have the face of a kid who was like, who, if, when he got mad, his face would get really red and he would like, <laughs> he would like break something. Yeah. Throw, like, throw his, his PS2 controller across the room. He has tantrum face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's, it's a thing. Um, what do we think? Uh, did you think Rodgers was a little harsh uh, during the uh, Carolina scrimmage or maybe it was the preseason game when he went over and saw his old coach and was like, oh, you're fucking fat. You're fat as shit now. I was like, all right. Man. I don't think he said it like that. Hey, kind of said it. He kind of did. And then he didn't stop there. He was like, hey, one of you guys better be watching this guy eat. <laughs> like, who's putting his fork, who's knocking his fork out of his hand? Like, bringing other people into that situation, which – I don't know the dynamic, but geez, I thought dude. it was uh, I thought it was lighthearted. They they clearly had you know a good rapport for a long time. They can joke about that kind of shit. It wasn't just some random. Dude I agree between on. the two of them. Yes. Yeah. It just seemed a little bit like, hey man, that ship is sailing. Like it it felt like the uh, the coach the coach well aware that Rogers is mic'd up and there's a camera crew like just kind of mm. held back. Like you know, there's a lot of things I could clap back with right now, but I'm just not gonna. Not going to risk it. Smart move. Good point. Good point. And I wonder how much of that has to get cut, like just because they're catching hot mic stuff that just would not, you know, benefit anybody. That That's very, very good point. Um, any final thoughts on Hard Knocks? We got a new episode tonight. New new one tonight. Can't wait. New, new episode tonight. We have college football this weekend. Mm-hmm. But we will make room next week for tomorrow night's Bishop Sycamore documentary. Probably our last, like, non-football season topic. So I know high school football starting around the country this weekend, last weekend here in Wisconsin. Spend some time on the Bishop Sycamore documentary tomorrow night, Wednesday, um, because we will hit that for sure next week. I hope this is well done. I hope they didn't rush this. I don't think they did, but it is such a it is such a wild ass story that this could be really fun content. Um, and uh, well, local tie in, they were scheduled. The first team to drop Bishop Sycamore from the schedule was the uh, your six A Duncanville Panthers, state champions, who sound who uh, face off against South Oak Cliff Friday night in a battle of state, state champions. champions for three more days. That's right. So pretty cool. Um, yeah, we'll watch that and we'll talk about that uh, next Monday, right? When's the holiday? Correct. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday after next, right? Uh, two weeks. Got right. it. Um, let's talk about our friends over at AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. Dylan, I drink it literally every day. You said it like I didn't drink it this morning, David. Sometimes I just don't know about you, man. <laughs> it's by far my favorite way to start the day why why do you start the day with it uh i feel like i'm not fully optimized unless i take it it makes me feel healthy feel more energetic you know you just you put something in your body you just know that your body's like oh give that shit to me i know well yeah it's like well give me all those nutrients vitamins and minerals (laughs) better gut health a like a boost in energy uh immune system support and you can do all this without taking like a handful of pills and vitamins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, tastes good. Sneaky tastes good. I drink it every morning. Before I have 
coffee or breakfast, anything. On I empty drink stomach. It. Empty stomach. It's fantastic. Um, just makes me feel good. And I love knowing that I've covered my nutritional bases. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, your probiotic. AG1 is raising the standard for quality in the supplement category. AG1 helps you build your health foundation first. My AG1 is delivered to me every month, so it's been super easy to make it a daily habit. I also get the single-serving AG1 travel pack, so I never have to miss a day. I just mix the powder into ice-cold water, and I drink it first thing each morning. That's it. With AG1, taking care of my body each day is really that simple. If you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash bang. That's drinkag1.com slash bang. Check it out. Oh, man. You want to talk NBA midseason tourney? Ooh. A little tourney? I forgot about this altogether. Let's assume, like, like obviously, I know all about this and, like, when it occurs and, like, the format and everything. Mm-hmm. But for people who don't understand, can you go ahead and tell them what it's all about, Dave? You're, of course, referring to the all-30 team tournament where each team will vie to reach the championship in Las Vegas on December 9th. That's the one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here's the format. Two parts, okay? Group stage and the knockout rounds. Every team randomly drawn into a group of five teams within their conference. They will play four group stage games facing each other, each team in their group one time. The six group winners will advance to the knockout round along with two wild card teams, a team in each conference <laughs> with the best record in the group stage games that did not win its group. Um, the knockout rounds will be single elimination. Here's the thing. It is not like they're blocking off two weeks uh, in the NBA schedule, and it's just going to be devoted to tournament play. Like, I don't know why I thought that that was in the poss- realm of possibility, but it's not. Every... Every single promotion of this idea of an in-season tournament sounded like an all-star break equivalent of like, stop down, do the tournament, continue the season. This ain't it. The games, the tournament games are, are played exclusively on Tuesdays and Fridays. Okay. And it starts November 3rd. So the weird thing is they're basically like elevated games. You're going to have a random game against, uh, I don't know, Oklahoma City. It may not be, and then you're going to go play a tournament game a Tuesday night, and then you're going to go. It's just do the, it's weird. I don't like the back and forth. Do these wins and losses count toward or against your regular season record, and therefore does it have any implication on the like actual NBA playoff at the end of the season? Getting Ooh, pissed the, on again. The range has started up Fuck again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it does. It does. It does count towards your record. Um, the, the championship team, part does not, right? Say again? Does the championship part, like where, I mean, the pool play, everybody will have those games on their records. I imagine after eliminations occur, those will not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I guess not. That would make sense. Um, but here's what I can tell you. The winning team will receive a new trophy called the NBA Cup. Hmm. <laughs> kind of lazy. <laughs> It is lazy. <laughs> couldn't couldn't name it after like the the Dr. J. Some you know, there's a number of historical players that deserve that. It's the NBA. That Cup. should just be read as the insert uh, title sponsor cup here. Yeah, it's 
Like that's that's really what it, what it means. That'll that's, be they're renamed. waiting on the Kia Forenza to to take over sponsorship. Yeah. Be renamed in two months, I'm sure. It's like the uh, is it the Trill Bones tweet where it's just a like a stock photo basketball. It says, "You like what you see." <laughs> it's just the "Do you like what you see?" cup is what I think it should be. In addition, the league will establish a prize pool that will be allocated to teams that advance to knockout stages. Players will earn more money. The longer their team survives, with the title winners receiving the highest payout. Okay, so championship team players get five hundred k. Okay, okay, that's okay. Like as much as uh, you know, old man yelling at cloud wants to, you know, like oh, they're already millionaires, multimillionaires. There's plenty of guys on the end of that bench that could Fuck use yeah. half a mil after taxes. Actually, not that much, but you know what I mean. I'd sure take that it. That plus uh, a couple like things to give it more like first reference. Zach Martin just held out from the Cowboys for several days, weeks waiting on the contract. When he came back, they were talking about, well, you're going to be fined half a million dollars. He's like, yeah, I was hoping that I'd be able to make that money back with the new contract, which he did. But that was a sizable amount of money. He even acknowledged it in his contract negotiations. John Morant, we're talking about him sitting out several games, including this tournament, by the way. Um, and the amount of money that's going to cost him, like had he been able to come back, like that's a way to recoup some of that money. I would appreciate if you get the money to the players, but there's also some like residual bump to your development league team or well, yeah, more so the development league team, just because later on down in the year, those are your two way contracts and like the mm. rosters that you're going to be picking from to, you know, make your stretch run in the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you got to pay your fair share. <laughs> That's all. Hey, um, down success. To answer, to answer your question, the only game that does not count toward rec- the regular season standings is the championship game. So, okay. Why are they, why are they shaking this up? What's the um, same reason our conferences are all fucked because they think it'll be on TV more and they think it'll make money. Yeah, I I don't hate. So I it. thought the NBA was very healthy. <laughs> You'd think seems um, that way. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's to they see the success of because the, the the English soccer leagues, the Premier League, they do these in season cups and it's really fun. I couldn't tell you anything about them other than that they're probably on our TV right now out there. But I don't know. I don't hate them mixing it up. I just wish it was like a. I almost wish it was a bubble situation. Like we did uh, during COVID, where everybody's in the same place two weeks, and I don't know. I know logistically that doesn't make sense, and I'm sure there's a ton of issues with television rights that make that a total beating. But whatever, they're trying, right? So I'll deal with it. Yeah, I guess to your point, MLS just did have their League Cup, where you know, as you mentioned, Messi was going to do well with the MLS in the MLS, and. Uh, I learned that was not actually the MLS championship. That was an in-season tournament similar to this. And it, it got attention. So. Um, do you think yeah, there should whatever. be a, do you think there should be like a two on two tournament? Um, maybe female driven hockey. Like if you wanted to incorporate WNBA into it. So like you got, you got this cup or NBA man. cup. I'm just saying to mix it up. Uh, he's like, doing a two girls, one cup play here. No, that's not JJ. what I'm saying. I'm just trying to like spice okay, it up a little thank bit. Thank you. 
Come on, man. Okay. I, I thought we were going to get two on D cup or something. I don't know what we were going for, but so, yeah, that makes much more sense. You provided all the horny first 30 minutes. <laughs> so just let me f- take it from here. Let's bring it. Let's land the plane. I don't know what's more egregious. You trying to fit a uh, two girls, one cup joke into a basketball tournament or KJ comparing magic to the bang boss. Either way, man, I have some horny, horny co-hosts. To be clear, not Magic Johnson, like the act no, of magic. Yeah, magic. Yeah, <laughs> that would have made more sense. Um, <laughs> as we're talking through this very stupidly, by the way, um, I did have the revelation that every single year, my opinion on the NBA is wake me after, wake me Christmas Day. Like yep. when they have those games, I'll start to pay attention after the All Star All Star break. I'll pay attention during the playoffs. I almost get so. Annoyed. They're trying to get you earlier. I almost get annoyed when basketball starts when football's on. I'm like, it's not time yet. It's just yeah. wait. I, something I've always said is that college football can't get here soon enough. Yeah, it's about time. It's 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 Dan's screenshotted Snapchat tweet season. You know what? It's time. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna go let one rip right now. Do it because I'm about to party. Oh, is it time <clears throat> to party already? You want to party, KJ? I want to go to a festival. We've got so much shit in the sports party. We may need a sports festival. Here. We could just, it's a sports fest. Oh, damn. There's 10 year olds to KJ's left, 70 year olds to his right. It's a whole thing. KJ hates the band. He's taking videos, <laughs> took a selfie, and she stopped her set. She's pissed. All right, let's party. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we talk about some stuff and we party at the same time. Come. Okay? It's not that different than the rest of the show. There's just a mu- an audio bed. <laughs> uh, as KJ noted, we made it to week zero. Congratulations, everybody. Notre Dame in Notre Dame Navy? Is that this weekend? In, correct. In Dublin. Okay. Um, I imagine, I'm trying to think who plays better there, Notre Dame or uh, the Navy. <laughs> the Navy's done a lot. For, for Ireland. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think really the only notable thing about this is you've got a new quarterback in for Notre Dame. I'm not going to break this whole thing down. But this is also, I believe, the first year for Navy's new head coach, whose name is escaping me, but I believe might be moving away from the triple option. Can't hmm. confirm that. Um, but I believe they are. Brian Newberry uh, is his name. So... We'll see. He was a defensive coordinator for the last few seasons, but I believe he brought in an OC who's going to move away from it. Could be wrong, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, Zeke, a Patriot. I, for one, I'm happy. And a haircut. And a haircut. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'll succeed? Dalvin Cook, we, we, we should have mentioned that earlier during the, the hard knocks up, but yeah, Dalvin Cook to the Jets. But 300 um, yards, two touchdowns on the season. Yeah. Give him Wait, some goal Zeke, line is that your number? 300 yards? And two touchdowns? Yeah. Well, I you, feel like I was wildly inaccurate on, like, the Des Bryant over under seven touchdown argument that Mike and I got got into, like, year one. I feel like I'm back in that moment. What I'm do you like, think? I'm not a Cowboys fan, nor am I a Cowboys homer. But in both situations, I'm riding for Zeke here. He doesn't have Give much, me Zeke. Uh, much tread left on those tires, KJ. Give me Zeke plus 600 yards, maybe plus 700 total, Zeke. and uh, double-digit tutties. Full season out of Zeke. 
utilized well, not a big focal point from a yard standpoint. Give me double digit tutties from Zeke. You're high. Oh my God. What are you talking no about? No way, dude. 10 touchdowns for Zeke? Dude, this is Belichick. They use like. KJ, you're all crazy. The running backs. There's 17 games. You might as well pick him in the second round of your fantasy draft. I might. Oh, you should No, won't. you won't. I probably. What is he, RB2, RB3 on the team? He's been there for like a week. There's no way. I'd, okay. Uh, we are going to continue to monitor this. You're crazy. Make sure this is uh, something that we address each week. We're going we're to be on Zeke watch each week. I, I, hope, I hope KJ's right and we're wrong. I, I like Zeke. He lost a step Strong four over. years ago. He hasn't broken He hasn't broken a big play in two years. <laughs> <laughs> He's been playing under the same terrible offense for years. Not terrible. It's like one of the top performing offenses in the NFL, so that's not fair. Like, but like new what? system, new opportunity. <laughs> like one of my old baseball coaches used to say about his son running the bases. It looks like he's running with a refrigerator strapped to his back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not a nice thing to say about your son. No, it's not. Well, he, he was very slow, to be fair. Slow runner. Right. <laughs> right. Thank Physically, as, uh, a run, as running. Yeah, you got it. The other college football game, uh, San Jose State. Nobody cares. But we will have the debut of the uh, Cliff Kingsbury-Lincoln-Riley combination of USC and Caleb Williams' anti-Utah revenge tour. Combination. Yeah, that's going to be a stupid offense, especially since I think their defense is supposed to be equally as terrible. So they're going to have a lot of uh, possessions, a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. Like Zeke numbers? They might even go crazy and put up <laughs> Zeke numbers. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's KJ talking about? Ten touchdowns. <laughs> but I hope we're, I hope we're wrong because that would be really I think funny. Derrick Henry had nine last year. Oh, man. He got hurt. Oh, yeah. Well, I think uh, Jonathan Taylor had nine last year. Oh, okay. Jonathan Taylor. Insert, insert good running back here. I don't know. I'm Speaking just going of. Speaking of, officially on the trade market. Can seek a trade. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's, now we're cooking. Shannon joining Screaming A on first take, allegedly. Right? Not just him. At least him once a week. I think that's locked in. But Michael Irvin. Oh. NFL Network's potentially owned, yes. also on the list of weekly uh, appearances. But we have not had a resolution from uh, the NFL Network, Super Bowl, Arizona Super Bowl hotel lobby incident. Like we haven't seen that woman show up online with feet picks for free. Referencing know. that motherfucker know. isn't real woman. Oh yes, um, I'm pretty deep in a. Don't pretty you, deep in a wormhole. Don't on you talk about t- Tiffany Gomez like that. There's some theories, and I'm just I'm worried about what this all might mean. He's love of my life. Maybe she's later. available to pick some games with us this week, this year. Okay, hmm. we'll see about maybe it. in studio. I fly down. <laughs> Miley Cyrus gonna do the uh, halftime show, Super Bowl, huh? Cool. I guess you're a Miley guy. Uh, yeah, I think she is a fantastic vocalist, and a very talented young lady. KJ, a good performer. I hate her. Like I, I enjoy her songs, hate her voice. Is that possible? I don't want to see her perform. I don't want to see. <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. I, I'll save fifty dollars and I'll watch a Halsey performance and enjoy it more. Ooh, okay. Like, songs aren't better, but I'll enjoy it more. Um, Give me Party in USA. I'm happy. It's a great tune. Hey, uh, ESPN, fuck you. 
as they have re-upped SVP. Right Got him again. out from under us. Did they at least read our proposal? No. I have like the thing on your email. You can see if someone's opened it. it no open one it. read it. SVP oh. didn't read it. He left me on read on so many things. So. Mm. That's fine. The thing on their email, the read receipts. I thought you were going the uh, route of uh, just impersonating Sage Steel with uh, of those shots you were firing at ESPN. But, Man, uh, I, I steer, we won't we won't dig into that. I steer very clear of all Sage Steel content these days. It's it's like a it seems like most of it is something that I should sit out, and it, I'm just I'm like I don't want to deal with this. I don't really need this. I got enough going on. Some guy made fun of my law degree on Twitter today. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to the Michelle Tafoya like, podcast. Like, I don't, I just don't need to know, don't want to know. Yeah, very <laughs> fair. Uh, and we got the self-imposed three-game Harbaugh suspension because he what he took some kid to P. Terry's or some shit. What happened? Right, it wasn't P. Terry's regional. Who did? Har- Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. That was, was it from a few years back, right? So, yeah, some texts. Was it the same night that he had that summer party at his house? Or yeah, he stayed think, at some kid's okay. house. You got to think it was during that time. But yeah, he sent some texts that technically wasn't allowed to send. Not like any of the material, the substance. It was just like out of, I don't know, improper. Three games seems heavy, but shout out to him. Conveniently, University of Michigan football does not leave the state of Michigan. Really doesn't leave. Uh, they don't have a road game is what I'm getting at until basically October 1st. Um, Spooky season September 30th to be ex- exact But uh, East Carolina, UNLV And Bowling Green I will take ECU to cover Sneaky competitive Are you just doing your own picks right now? <laughs> just saying If you want to go find the line for their opener Against Michigan without Harbaugh present Oh, okay Look at ECU and their performance Offensively over the last few years I, I, ref- I won't believe in, in Michigan Until they name Davis Warren the uh, QB one, so give him a shot. Major shout to best to of luck uh, this season. Yeah, if we go two for two with Dippy uh, athletes, there should be no question about willingness and interest to be on this show as an active uh, athlete. Did y'all see uh, our, our boy, boy Roker on stage with Zach Bryan? More importantly, did you see him walk off last night? That too. It'll walk off home run, KJ. Pretty sick. You've never done that. Too busy watching. Uh, I definitely have not done that. Watching the Rangers get walked off in the 11th, just mm. pissing, pissing I went to, away game. Against. I went to bed when it was 1-0. By the way, this is still the sports party. The Rangers are absolutely spiraling, circling the drain. One and a half games up on the Astros, like two or on the Mariners who are closing in. Uh, hottest team in baseball, Mariners, possibly. Um, that being said, I went to bed when it was 1-0. And I was like, oh, it's the eighth. You know, I'm just going to – I'm not going to stay up and watch this. Um did the 3 a.m. wake up, checked my phone, and was very disappointed. Couldn't fall back asleep. Not because of just that, because of a number of things, but that was part of it. Speaking of the Mariners, and since we're in the sports party, Julio Rodriguez, 17 hits over a four-game span. Absolutely unbelievable. I think it's an MLB record. I've never seen anything like they, that before. They pummeled the it Astros. Is. They, they went did. into Houston and swept their three, asses. Which 17 hits cool. over a four-game span is absolutely ridiculous at that level of baseball. So hats off. Good, sir. Frat on. Frat on as well. Let's run it back as well. Let's run it back. Of course, this is the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. KJ enjoys concerts. Dylan, not as much. KJ (laughs) is a huge Imagine Dragons guy. Also, Mr. Skin. Mm -hmm. Bryson is still a chotch. Breaking news. It's raining in Austin, Texas. It's like the girl who says no to the bang bus says KJ explaining magic tricks. 
Zach Wilson has tantrum face. Uh, new breaking news. The rain started up again about 20 minutes after the first time. <laughs> it's tropical. And finally, Dave shoehorned in a two girls, one cup joke into a discussion about a basketball tournament, which uh, absolutely no one saw coming, but maybe we should have, as this is the horniest podcast in North America. I feel like there's a number of people out there waiting. And that concludes Run It Back. Okay. You know what to be proud of is somehow in between all of that, there's something to be uh, to appreciate about like legitimate golf talk on the front end, legitimate baseball uh, uh, talk on the back end. Everything in between, who knows? <laughs> Football season's back. I'm five eggplants out of five. Can't wait. Live streams in a couple weeks. Amped up. Brought to you by Giraffe Kings. They're back. Looking forward to it. All right. We will be back next Monday. Okay. Unless KJ decides to do like his job again, like he did yesterday. <laughs> Fucking what the hell, dude? Staying afloat. Commit to the bit. All right. We'll, we'll be here. We'll see you next week. Bye. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.